Hello and welcome to our next podcast episode this week. My name is Vera. My name is Hannah. And we know what we did last English lesson. Unfortunately, it's a while ago, but we still know our lesson topic. the American dream and first of all do you know where the term American team American dream came from so yes um, I know the American author James Truslow Adams came up with the term American dream first in his book the epic of America in 1931 okay but Vera what is the American dream um, the American dream is defined um, it's the idea that suggests that anyone in the US can um, succeed through hard work and has the potential to lead a happy and successful life so it's the idea that any person without much money but with much, much effort can, can make, it, make it from the bottom to the top and according to this, the American dream is based on liberty and personal personal responsibility and the equality of opportunity and, of course, hard work and effort. So this is also called the idea of meritocracy. Um, it's working and earning. So um, you have to imagine if you work hard, you earn much. And if you work less, you also earn less. So is it theoretical? The American dream could make it possible for every human, any social, ethical and religious origin to lead a happy and successful life. Um, yes, you already said it's theoretical possible, but as different as the people in the US, the dreams of the people are also different. For example, especially the white citizens of the US dream of becoming very rich during dark-skinned and Afro-Americans dream of escaping their criminal sphere and leading a safe life of education for their children um, only far away from, from the poverty and the criminality. And you already noticed that there's a difference between fair and black-skinned citizens and still today there's a huge rich poor divide and you can guess most of the rich ones are fair-skinned and most of the poor are black-skinned. But that's not just coincidence. Then before the 1916s, dark-skinned people, according to the law, weren't allowed to open, for example, their own shops and they were hardly allowed to take out loans. So they had no financial base to build up a fortune. And also today, without much money, they can't finance, for example, the college for their children. Um, so it's an attitudinal circle that their children also don't have a financial base and so on. According to this, the American dream is still alive, isn't it? Um, yes, you're completely right. The American dream is still alive today. And you can see there are still many challenges that you have to deal with 
when you think about the American dream or if you want to handle about the American dream. And for example, 14.8% of Americans are still live in poverty and need money and I think that's a lot. Yes, it is. Okay, so now we've took a look at what the American dream is, but now I've got a question and how does the American dream came up or how? Yes, I know how? what you mean. Yes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the American dream, um, there are three creation phases. So at first, there's a medical mythical idea of America as a second El Dorado. Do you know what it is? Yes. Okay. And second, the religion idea of America as a new Jerusalem. And at least the political idea of America where tyranny and oppression is replaced by similarity, freedom and brotherliness. Wow, that's very interesting. I've never heard about it before. But what does these bases mean exactly? So America is designated as country for fresh starts and unlimited possibilities. So it's like a Eldorado of super abundance and riches. So before America was found there exists America of the mind, a brave new world or a second heaven of earth. This idea found the perfect screen at the new discovered America. So the first European settled down because of the poverty, misery and their fear. The new America gave them hope for a better life, so they, they want to search of their luck in the new world. But with the immigrants came the wish of the religion, political and economic liberty. So the early mythology with the European gave a reason for the dominant religion and socio-political dimensions in the American dream. Uh, the second phase is God would create a new second Jerusalem with um, a second chosen nation. So the Puritan saw in America a place where they can act out freely their belief. So, but I don't understand what the Puritans are. Vera, can you, can you help me please? Um, I think I've heard once that Puritan are people from the Puritanism. And it's a religion protest and reform movement. Oh, thank you. Okay, <laughs> you're welcome. So the last creation base is the political idea is to create a free and democratic empire. <clears throat> so the tyranny and oppression is replaced by freedom, similarity and brotherliness. So, and um, this find the high point in the declaration of independence um, she guaranteed the right to live freedom and to pursue happiness but also the right to similarity for all humans okay now you've often used the words of uh, liberty and freedom and 
when I hear these words, I think about the Statue of Liberty. And I have to say, to be honest, before I've never thought about the meaning of the Statue of Liberty. But now it could be a great symbolize, symbolize, symbol, a great symbol of the American dream. Yes, it is. But there are some other symbolized people and things. For example, the American flag or Stars and Stripes named, uh, Barack Obama or the Hollywood scene or Oprah Winfrey. Oh yes, Oprah Winfrey. She's the living example of the American dream. Oh really? Yes, do you want to hear her story? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> okay, so um, I've read about Oprah Winfrey recently. And she's born in 1954 to a very young and single mother. And because of this, she spent much time of her life on her grandmother's farm in Mississippi. And at the beginning, they were so poor that Oprah had to wear potato sacks as dresses. <laughs> Can you imagine this? <laughs> no. <laughs> and, um, um, but it's actually... Uh, it's eigentlich no it's <laughs> it's not that funny because Oprah's life was a nightmare and she was sexually abused several times by well waiters and she became pregnant but the baby died shortly after its birth only mm. two weeks I think it's very sad yes really and um, then she also began to steal and to lie and her mother sent her also sent Oprah to her strict father because She couldn't deal with her anymore. And yes, her father was really strict. And she made her read one book each week. And under this discipline, Oprah became very successful in school. So she won several pli So she also won several pli prizes at school. And she even was given a full scholarship to the Tennessee University. And when Oprah was seven years no seven seventeen when she was seventy years old she won a beauty contest and was offered a job at the radio station okay but is she still alive oh yes um now Oprah is one of the most famous women worldwide and with about two point seven billion US dollars she is the richest black woman in the US. Oh wow yes from the potato sack to the most most famous and richest Woman, Black yeah. woman, yes. And um, she also owns her own TV network and published two magazines. And also because of examples like Oprah Winfrey, the immigration rate was very high. So <clears throat> the American dream was dreamed of people who wanted to escape from dependence, marginality and violence and poverty. <clears throat> They want to get to America because it promises them a future, so they are the largest migration flows in the world took place there and at this time. So all are equal, no matter what skin color, gender, origin or religion, all have the same chances. For many people, a stable foundation was important, so they so that they could pass something on their descendants or also kids and so on. Okay, that, that also explains why today are so many cultures 
and nations. Yes. And foreign and the United States. Yeah, so it is. So in the colonial times, most immigrants were Spanish, French and English, but also Dutch and Scottish. In the time from 1776 to uh, 1849, there came many German and Irish people to America. Then since 1924, all immigrants had to be able to prove their identity with a green card. In addition, the green card lottery was created in which green cards were raffled worldwide every year in order to guarantee cultural diversity. So, and since 2005, 5% of the population are illegal immigrants, but Barack Obama wants a better future for the child of the illegal immigrants, so he created an organization for these kids and they get a right of unlimited residence and a school education plus a following ward permit. Wow, that's very impressive from Barack Obama. But yes. today Trump is president. What changed in this time? Um, today Trump wants a fundamental change of the immigration laws. And there are a strict and therefore a strict immigration politic yes you know yeah and he wants to abolish the green card lottery and want to replace the green cards with a point system so every immigrant new immigrant should be rated with points and only people with good conditions may enter to america well come if you come if you compare it to to back in time then when everyone could could travel to the United States and now they should be rated, it's, it's crazy, it's yeah. kind of shit. <laughs> yes, it's so uh, a bit different from yeah. back in time and now, it's so crazy. <laughs> so this was our interesting last lesson topic about the American dream. We hope you also know it again after our podcast or you have the information at latest now yes bye bye, bye. <laughs> ciao